1: For the members of the Ohio State community who also happen to be Cincinnati Bengals fans, Joe Burrow's Super Bowl run has given them a second shot. At love. Good morning. It's Friday, February 10th, and you are listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott. Today, we're talking to Dave Biddle of Bucknuts 24-7. Dave writes and reports on the Buckeyes, but this weekend, he will be known, especially on Twitter, uh, for being a massive Cincinnati Bengals fan. We knew we needed to do something related to the Super Bowl before Sunday's big game between Cincinnati and the Los Angeles Rams. And unsurprisingly, we circled back to Burrow college football superstar who won the Heisman Trophy and national championship in 2019 but before that was involved in several quarterback battles at Ohio State before famously transferring to LSU in the in the summer right after spring football of 2018 leaving Dwayne Haskins as the guy in charge in Columbus. So that has obviously left Ohio State fans especially the last few weeks to relitigate and do the what it could have shoulda all over again when it comes to Burrow versus Dwayne Haskins and even Burrow and Dwayne Haskins versus JT Barrett and we'll talk to Dave about that but the good news for those scarlet and gray clad fans who are lucky enough to root for the Cincinnati shade of orange is that they can take solace in the fact that they will have Burrow as their quarterback for a very very long time The College Football Daily will be right back Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check Streaming on Paramount+. Plus. You're ready, Bob.
0: Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying.
1: While, it's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, one love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. All right. Dave Biddle joins us right now. Dave, I, I've sort of had this question, this theory floating around. I don't know how eloquently I will get it out, but but hopefully I think you'll you'll pick up what I'm getting at. I feel like there are two types of Ohio State people, and you cover Ohio State. There's especially this time of year, it's the the Bengals fans and the non-Bengals fans. Do you have any survivors' guilt about getting to enjoy Joe Burrow while there's other Ohio State people out in the world who just sort of think of him as the uh, maybe the one who got away?
0: I have no guilt at all, Trey. Thanks for having me. Now, I, that's an interesting question because I have not even thought about that. But being a Bengals fan has been filled with misery uh, for most of my life. So, um, no, I just feel on top of the world. The fact that the Bengals are in the Super Bowl is still surreal to me. So, no, I have, I have zero guilt at all.
1: But there there got to be Ohio State fans who, watching the 2019 LSU season, sort of swam back, looked, revisit history, all right, you know, I'm good with Dwayne Haskins. Whatever, like I'm, I'm, you know, that that's probably what they came to. But at the same time, probably wondered what they could have had in Joe. I don't know. Like, do our Ohio State fans at all hung up on that? it's
0: still a conversation for sure the interesting thing is if joe would have stayed and, and Dwayne would have left then i think joe would have stayed for at least two years like he did at lsu would have played as a fourth year junior and then a fifth year senior would have been the starter in that scenario ohio state never would have got justin fields um in my opinion i mean why would he have if joe burrow was the established starter and was going to come back for a fifth year senior season in 2019 why would justin fields have transferred to ohio state so it's, it's just it's so interesting and for those that don't know it wasn't urban meyer didn't say okay Dwayne haskins is our quarterback joe you lost the the battle, but he did tell him after spring ball in 2018 that Dwayne was a little bit ahead, and Joe had told him ahead of time. You know, I need to know I'm the guy leaving spring or I'm about to do what's best for me. And so, short story long, Dwayne Haskins had a really good 2018 season. I I really don't like the argument when Ohio State fans say, if you compare Dwayne Haskins' 28th season to Joe Burrow's 28 se- 2018 season, you know, Haskins' was much better. Well, true, but Haskins was in a much better situation. I mean, he was in a Ryan Day offense that year. He was comfortable with the offense. Joe was going to a brand new situation in LSU. Uh, Joe Brady wasn't there yet. They were still kind of running their old school offense. So yeah, Dwayne Haskins' 2018 season was better than Joe Burrow's 2018 season. If you look at the stats, I bet you anything, Joe Burrow would have had a great season that year if he stayed at Ohio state. And then furthermore, you know, like I said about Justin Fields, the Buckeyes would not have had Justin Fields in 2019 and then 2020 because they would have had Joe Burrow in 2019. So it's a fascinating discussion and yeah, it's one that Ohio state fans still debate to this day for sure.
1: Well, and I remember back then Barton Simmons writing something about the year before Dave about how maybe Ohio state needed to bench JT Barrett for Dwayne Haskins. So there's just a lot of what it could have shoulda's there.
0: Yes, and another one that's a what a what could have shoulda if Joe Burrow would not have fractured his hand in camp that year. He was the clear backup in 2017 to JT mm-hmm. Barrett and he fractured his hand in camp and that elevated Dwayne Haskins to the backup job they didn't really need a backup quarterback until the Michigan game that year of all games when they were losing in the second half in Ann Arbor Dwayne Haskins came in led them on three consecutive scoring drives and it was just like he was then basically by the fan base anointed as the next quarterback and Joe was kind of forgotten about even though they still had to battle that next spring so yeah that's that's another interesting debate is in 2017 you had two future first round quarterbacks on your roster and you had a guy that was going to be a future undrafted free agent and never even and you know, make it on an NFL roster, and you chose the latter. So that's one that that's hard to get over. If you're if you're Urban Meyer, that you picked JT Barrett, even though he was a veteran, even though you picked veteran JT Barrett over those two young quarterbacks, especially Burrow.
1: Did you ever hear anything about Joe Burrow in Columbus that would suggest we had such a sensation on our hands here? I don't think so. I'd love to
0: say yeah, I, I saw this coming. I was always high on him, so I you know I hesitate a little bit because I was always. When he was being recruited at Athens, I was like, "Don't overlook this kid. He's he's not just some um, putting up these stats because he's a uh, you know playing against terrible competition. When he would go play against good competition in the playoffs, he would do the exact same thing. But I don't, man. He's become like a national superstar, and his the fashion stuff and everything that goes yeah. along with it. I never saw this coming. Like he, I went back and watched my videos that I did with him when he was at Ohio State. I have like six videos I did with him, even though we didn't play much, we still got to interview him a decent amount. And he was there for three years, and he he did have that. He always had that quiet confidence." You know, you were not going to outsmart him if you tried to get like, you know, he he would throw it right back at you if he thought you're getting an attitude with him. But but he would always kind of do it in a, the way he does it now, where it'd still be Joe Cool, but he still had that edge to him. He did. So if you go back and even as a freshman at Ohio State, he still had that. He still had that in him. But no, man, I never, never saw this coming. I never saw him being this good
1: at football. and I certainly never saw him becoming this icon off the field. Well, I've got something for you. My first job out of college. Not many people know this, but I covered the Iowa State Cyclones for what was in scout.com. And the in the 2014 recruiting class, Dave, Joe was there, and he went by Joey back then, was their top quarterback target. And I, I used to talk to him a few times and he, yeah, he's a kid and I don't really have, it's not like I knew who I was. The future version of who I was talking to, so it's not like I, you know, savored every phone call or anything like that. But you got to always sort of tell he was he was chill and and, and confident. But I remember Dave when Ohio State decided to offer him, and he might have been part of a two quarterback class or it, I, I don't remember. But Iowa State was shocked that Ohio State had come back around and decided to offer Joey Burrow because Iowa State thought they had him. His dad used to coach at Iowa State. Joey was. Was born in Ames, Iowa. And like they were, I remember someone saying to me, What is Ohio State doing offering Joey Burrow? We sort of <laughs> thought we were about to steal that one from him. Yeah,
0: that would have been a uh, you know, Iowa State's done a good job. They almost Iowa State got Mayan Williams to commit to them, and then the Buckeyes went and stole him as well. well this um, was
1: the this was the Paul Rhodes era. The, this this yeah, guy could have the changed.
0: Yeah, CPR era. I tell you what, he was at Ohio State for like, for one year now he's at at a high at the high school level as a defensive coordinator Paul Rhodes. That's a that's a great story. And you know what? I had forgotten about that. I forgot I forgot that Iowa State was I knew there was another school that he was looking at. I forgot it cuz everybody's like, "Oh, wasn't he going to end up at Cincinnati if he didn't end up at, at Ohio State or end up at a max school?" I'm like, "I don't think so. There was another school out there and it was it was Iowa State." That's funny, Trey. I had no idea that that was um That you had that. So that's pretty funny that you were interviewing Joe Burrow when he was still in high school. That's pretty cool.
1: And I was like covering Iowa State. You know, you're not I'm not supposed to talk to the future Heisen winner. (laughs) Last one for you. Uh, I don't know if you're prepared for this. You've probably been doing radio all week talking about it. The Bengals win it on Sunday.
0: I, mean, I hate saying this because it sounds like I'm a homer. I like their chances. I, I will say, yeah, the Bengals, you know, why not buy a last second field goal again? That's how, how they do it every time in the playoffs. Yeah, I I I like this matchup for the Bengals. Now the Rams are a really good team. Whoever you play in the Super Bowl is gonna be a really good team. But um, yeah, I, I the this is a really good Bengals team. Obviously, they have one weakness, and it's their offensive line. Not a good time to have a bad offensive line. We're going up against Aaron Donald and Von Miller. I get that. But man, this Bengals team everybody talks about Burrow and the wide receivers and rightfully so but they've got a hell of a running back in Joe Mixon they've got a really good defense that's good at each level and they've got good depth on that defense so yeah I mean I can see it going either way of course I expect a good game also looking forward to the halftime show as a child of the 90s got got a lot of my guys up there and one of my gals up there um, with uh, you know Dr. Dre and Snoop and Eminem and Mary J Blige and uh, Kendrick Lamar's a little after my my prime but still he's gonna be up there as well so looking forward to that but yeah Trey I think I'm gonna pick the Bengals by a field goal
1: I I lied I actually had one more Has Burrow okay. converted any Ohio State Browns fans yet you know what I
0: think uh, that's a good question because Browns fans are at, or a lot of Browns fans or at least on Bucknuts are saying okay we're you know we're not all of them some of them are hating that they're hearing about this are saying we're going to root for the Bengals in the Super Bowl I don't know if I believe them or not I don't know I, I imagine he has converted some that are on the fence that were kind of but die hard Browns fan there's no way that he's convinced them to be a Bengals fan and just like you know the reverse wouldn't happen um, if you're a diehard you're not switching allegiances but especially with them being in the same division but I bet there or in Columbus some some ones that are kind of floating back and forth since it's about halfway between Cincinnati and, and uh, Cleveland but um, not that I know of Trey not that I know of specifically
1: good good fandom is intact Dave Biddle good luck on Sunday thanks for joining us man oh thanks man I appreciate it thanks for having me All right, thanks again to Dave Biddle for joining us on the College Football Daily. You can follow him on Twitter, at Dave Biddle. Just a warning, though, there will be a lot of tweets from him on Sunday evening. For our producer, Lance Glenn, I'm Trey Scott. Enjoy the Super Bowl, and thank you for listening to the College Football Daily. We'll talk to you on Monday.
0: your series on paramount plus
1: why did he kill his family the answer lies across the ocean
0: and a woman named Selvi. to the can model where desire leads to deception i ended up spending 12 and 15 thousand dollars a day It was addictive I can't get you out. and obsession leads to murder who did this to your family you can't really maintain a fantasy forever control of desire now streaming on paramount plus